Hello, beautiful people. My play Tinkerbell is currently running at Adventure Theater MTC. Directed by Nick Olcott and starring Michelle Polera in the title role, this multicolored tale tells the familiar story from Tinkerbell's point of view, including her meeting of Peter Pan and Triumph at the Battle for Neverland. Pirates, puppets, fairies, fighting, and more than a few goof-em-ups. Go to adventuretheater-mtc.org for tickets and performance information. Tinkerbell, now playing at Adventure Theater MTC. Whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today is an actress currently appearing in Tinkerbell at Adventure Theater. It's Ashley K. Nicholas. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. You know, it's a beautiful day outside. I don't know if you've it gone is. outside. I took my son to school, That's his, which is generally as much as I ever get out. That's yeah. real. That's real. <laughs> no, it's really lovely. I want the weather to be like this at all times. Okay. But... It is, yes. Oh, it's perfect for, yes. for walking around, doing yes. cool stuff. Yes. But we're sitting inside. Yes, we are. And talking about... <laughs> Caroline or Change. Nothing ever happened underground in Louisiana. Cause there ain't no underground in Louisiana. There is only Comma or, or change. change. Yes. Yes. The enigmatic and yet not enigmatically titled musical, <laughs> Tony Kushner and Janita's story musical. Come on, enigmatic. Uh, SAT word. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm just getting warmed up. You all just right. get set. Yeah. Right. I'll get loquacious all day long. Yes. Um, I love it. My knows no Stop bounds. it. Wait. <laughs> that one I just know. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. I, I love this. To be, to okay. be weird. Uh, cool. cool. How did Carolina Change come into your life? Um. So. While I was in college, um, I had like first heard about it. I think my initial initial like time hearing about it was like Anika Noni Rose. Sure. Um, she won a Tony for it. Yes, yeah, she did. Um, so I think I was just like looking her up one day or whatever because she's dope. She's and she's yeah, she like um, <laughs> underrated too. Just very just underrated. Really, really, really talented, and I need her to do more things. Yeah, and, but, and underused. But yes. Yeah, that's, yes. Yes, yes. So, I, yeah, yeah, I saw she won a Tony Award, like, years and years ago, so I was like, oh, what's this? And it was, like, Carolina Change, and I was like, oh, this is cool, and I saw, like, you know, it had, like, Tanya Pinkins in it, and, like, Chandra Wilson, who was from Grey's Anatomy, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I didn't really, like, really, really get into it until a friend of mine in college, she did Lot's Wife in class. Which oh, is like wow. A, it was huge undertaking. Jeez, I was like, that'll knock you down. No, really? Like, just oh, wow. woof. Okay. Like, good for her. Yeah, like, yeah, we, totally. We were like juniors, and she was just like, I'm just gonna do a song. I'm like, okay, okay girl. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> From there, I like saw like you know the Tony Award performance um, mm-hmm. of Lot's Wife, and then um, you know as more people you know did songs um, of it, like was it? I did I did overtures a few years ago. And a girl did like I hate the bus. Like mm-hmm. you know, I just kept hearing more music from it. I was like, this is really good. Um, but it wasn't until I did the show that I um, oh was, yeah burying the I, lead a little bit there. Yeah, right, oh, like I'm it. very good for burying the That's lead. Good. That's how I tell That's stories. Good. No, it's suspense. That's nice. <laughs> I love it. Building no, a yeah, story. I did the show, and so in auditioning for the show, I had the album on like re because I really, well, really wanted to. to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really, really wanted to get it. And I, and I did. I got, I, um, so I did the show Creative Cauldron in 2016. Okay. Um, directed by good old Matt Connor. Shout out to him. And um, I played Dottie. And, okay. And yeah, and I just, and that was, 
like my experience with it. So that's how it came into my life, and it's just been stuck ever since. So you got to you got to be Ch- Chandra Wilson. Yes, I got to be bit. Chandra yeah. Wilson. Yes, yes, I got to be Bailey from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Dreams come true. They do, right? Yes. You can live in that mm-hmm. moment. Yes. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a long. That's a storied story journey with yes. this show that's really cool yeah um this was i will admit a show i was not familiar with mm-hmm. as much as other shows we've done right. i saw it at the tony's in in 20 2004 mm-hmm. but i was the avenue q fan of were you yeah i love Ooh. avenue q i still do uh they're very they're, it's almost not it's, fair to compare no them. what a weird they're year so it is it's it a like super avenue weird q, year wicked, avenue q wicked carolina the, the, the boy from oz oh my god the the uh the jukebox musical starring hugh jackman right. about oh what's his name peter allen yeah uh which is that's fun yeah you know like yeah. whatever it's kind of beautiful before beautiful like fine yeah whatever. sure but no yeah what a, what but a... that's a diverse yes group which is cool i mean that's really cool to have like a, a super diverse group of shows i will say i'm still not 100 percent sold on avenue q so, really yeah oh, you and michelle can fight that out during rehearsal cool because that was her show gotcha show. i will um, i will we'll do it that's funny we'll okay it yeah it's a. Uh, it's really not fair that those but it was i remember when the tonys came around this was the show everyone expected to clean up mm, um yeah it was either this or wicked that right, was what everyone right, said this or wicked and it and it didn't, it didn't. uh no. we wicked one actress yeah well so, sort of it, it was a weirdly split year yeah. wicked won all the sets and right like all the production stuff and then and anika, anika rose, rose won featured actress avenue q won best musical. best musical best score and best book yes. of the musical which was i i say i think i've told the story before watching it when avenue q won best book we all kind of went oh that's what they're gonna win that's really neat and then they just kept on winning. kept winning and it was a really like some years are like that and i wonder how much that has to do with that terrible, terrible thing mm. of timing. Mm. And I think that one of the reasons Avenue Q prevailed at the Tonys that year is because it was super current. It yeah. was about what's happening literally right now. Right. And Carolina Change is set in the 60s. Is set in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And while the themes are relevant, in 2004, that wasn't what we were talking about. Right, it wasn't I think topical. now this show would be like, mm-hmm. would be very, and I'm kind of surprised no one's revived it recently well i mean it's been done a lot here <laughs> yeah it's been done a lot it's popping so, up all over the place so yeah. it's, it's just really interesting that um because right after the production that i was in happened then the next year like roundhouse did it and then right. I think a couple years before that like there was a theater um, company in baltimore that did it. i can't remember the name mm-hmm. but so it's interesting that in this area and other like i guess regional like um cities that where you could have a cast to support it i mean that's the big that's it that's the big thing that's yeah. that's you're a, gonna yeah yeah <laughs> we'll get into that we'll get into that sure yeah <laughs> well before we keep getting too deep here yes. uh do you think you could tell everyone the story of carolina sure Chains? yeah it's kind of dense so bear with me here <laughs> very plot heavy show yes very very yes. um so it is set in 1963 in louisiana um and it is centered on caroline thibodeau who's this 39 year old woman and she's a maid for this family, uh, the Gelmans. Jesus, she's my age. She's Jesus. Okay, is she? Keep going. Yeah, I'm at 38, but yes. Okay, don't look a day <laughs> past 36. Right? <laughs> you don't look a day over 57. Yeah, All right. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, I did wonder. It was funny. Well, mm-hmm. not to interrupt your flow. No problem. But it, it, I watched when I watched the video again. Mm-hmm. I did kind of think, how old is this character right. supposed to be? And, yes. and she, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's supposed to be 39, and particularly for the time that her that she has a daughter who is. 16 16 or so yeah that yeah. makes a lot of sense for the mm-hmm. time but so yeah. anyway yeah so caroline Thibodeau. yeah so she's she's 39 she's a maid and that's basically her life is that she you know day in and day out she goes to you know the gelman's she stays in the basement she does the laundry she does the cleaning all that good stuff um and <sighs> I don't know. Her life is. They don't say it explicitly, but she's depressed. Like yeah. she's 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 very depressed. Um, she's had a hard life, and her, actually, she's having a hard. She's life. having a very yeah. hard life. Um, her oldest son is currently in, like in Vietnam. Right. You know, and uh, you know where, and she doesn't even know where Vietnam is. Yeah, There's a I line know. where she's like, wherever that is, it's in Japan you know? or China. Yeah, it's, it's one really, of those. Right. Um. She just she just got divorced from you know her husband. She said she had to get divorced because you know he was you know abusive. Yes. And um and alcoholic and just very unpleasant to be around um her daughter is her only daughter emmy she's very um 
outspoken and very she's like a, headstrong. She's, she's a black woman in the sixties. Yes, she's, she's ready for she's ready the for the revolution yeah, for the yeah. movement and um and Caroline's not and like the big I guess overwhelming theme is you know it's called Caroline or change and change is the big huge thing the, this the wave that's coming over Caroline and she's very resistant to change. It's very much, um, you know, inertia with her. Like she's just staking where she's at, even though she's deeply unhappy, but that's just, she can't bring herself to, you know, to move or to, you know, do anything about it. Um, So where the plot comes in is that there's this little boy in um, in the Gelman's house, Noah, and he's eight years old. He's very precocious and he, you know, I guess gets along with Caroline and by getting along, you know, he gets to like, you know, light her cigarette every day. He's very excited about that. Um, and they, they, it's not really a friendship friendship, but you know, he, he looks up to her. He calls her like, you know, like the president of the United States. Like he thinks she's like the strongest person in the world. Right. Um, and what happens is he has a bad habit of leaving change in his pockets before, you know, they have to get cleaned. And so his stepmother Rose, is um has this idea that you know whatever change that caroline finds in the laundry she gets to keep it which of course caroline is like you know i don't want to do that i don't want to mm-hmm. take uh, coins from a baby that's that's right. stupid um and she doesn't want handouts either i mean it's, right. it's very close it's, to a handout it's, it's yeah. very much a pride thing yes um and but but she only gets paid thirty dollars a week, right? And that's just simply not enough for anybody, right? Not even in the sixties. But well, she has two other children. Right? Yes, two other yes, little she boys. has. Yes, yeah. she has four kids. There's there's right. the, one in there's, Vietnam and three in the house. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's that's, yeah, that's a that's, lot. That's, that's so much. Yes, that's a ton. <laughs> that's just too much. That's too much. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and it's all by yourself. It's like ah, yeah, you know. So so. She she ends up taking the money and that kind of spirals into like you know a series of events, which I guess we'll get into. Or well, and not, it peaks. Or... We'll just quickly wrap. So yes. it peaks when his his step grandfather gives him twenty dollars in Hanukkah, yes. which he then leaves in his pants yes. pockets, and then Caroline takes or at least tells him tells him he's going to take it take because her kids need like like to go to the right. dentist like this is big right. thing like she needs the money so interesting thing um whenever I mean, it's almost a week's salary like right, that, she, right. that is in that cup My right God. so interesting thing like um right when um before like i did the show like i was listening to that part i always thought she was gonna just take it because i would take it why not right. like it's 20 whole dollars like yeah. like you said it's almost a week's salary week's pay, yeah but I'm, i remember when i was doing the show um a few of my castmates we were talking about that part and they were like oh well i see it as just like her like kind of teasing him about it or being like you know i'm not really gonna take it but you know this is a lesson for you don't leave your money right um so it was really interesting that you know i had some castmates who said that because that never even dawned on me that she would you know yeah she would be like kind of like joking so i think that's like a it's like a back and forth and it probably has to do with is that the discretion of the actor and of right. the, the director and where we're trying to where they want to take it yeah or whatever so i think it's an interesting part it's it's a pro- well caroline is a fascinating character this yes. is a good way to talk about caroline because mm-hmm. also is it is it caroline or carolyn Oh, it's Caroline. It and is Caroline, and God Rose, damn calls, Rose her, calls, calls her Caroline every I single. Thought, I thought that was on purpose. That's, I couldn't quite. Oh tell. my god! But the other little plot that's important, <laughs> if you don't know the show, to mention is that um, Noah's mother died yes. very recently. Yes, and his stepmother Rose is they're recently married to her very father, recently. who is not handling. The death of he's, his wife. He's, he's gone. completely useless. He's, actually, no, I think he's also pretty fascinating because he's okay. like. He, obviously he's grieving everybody right. in the show is dealing with grief in some type of way yes um but it's interesting to see how grief manifests in different type of people and so for him for the father uh, i cannot remember his name uh, his um, name is Stuart. Stuart, yes for Stuart, he he the the grief completely like just tolls him he's yeah he's, he's wiped out he's done he's not present he's dead inside yeah um and there's a line that uh rose has where he's she's she's saying she asks him like if if um he loves her but then she's like you know that's not fair you can't be loved by somebody who's not here he's not present you can't like that's he's he's a ghost and it's really really it's really like fascinating to like the when you know this character comes about Mm -hmm. so yeah 
but yes, that is worth noting. Yes, the so the mother is dead and the father remarries very very, very quickly. quickly. Right, a friend. I mean, a family friend. Right. She says, "Oh, she's, she's my best friend." Right. So I'm she's like, down from New York. Yes. Where she's now living in the South. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Finding it to be different. I I too. Would yeah. Find it to be different. I think all of it. Yes, that's a different. There are different places. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it is. And so Noah kind of treats Caroline like a surrogate mom a absolutely, little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Certainly in the sort of respect, like he holds her up in that in mm-hmm. that respect. Um, and also it's brought up. There's a lot of information you don't have at the beginning of like important, like the fact that his mother died from cancer. We know that. But yes. she smoked a ton. Yes. And so there is a magical connection mm-hmm. with Caroline's one cigarette a day. And yes. Noah, that is you sort of don't know the importance of until much, much later, like right. how deep the symbolism goes there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that. But let's stick with Caroline because she's, yes. she's our she's our focal point. Yes. Um, so Caroline, yes. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's got, a, there's a lot going on. And you kind of don't understand all of it until mm-hmm. very, very late in the show. Yes. Which makes moments like the $20 bill from Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Like you say, it's very enigmatic. I don't know if she's serious or if she's teasing. Right. Because she doesn't really have a sense of humor. Yeah. So it's weird to she think really that doesn't. she would be teasing. It's very dry with her. Yeah. She's very serious. Um, about everything. About And, and she says everything. it in uh, Lot's Wife. She says, like, I, I have trouble, always had trouble looking on the good side or yes. on the positive side of things. Yeah. Oh, ain't never been no good finding joy the way you should. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And And you see why. I mean, every time, what's so funny about Caroline and about Rose Mm -hmm. is that Caroline, every time she's taken a chance, it's backfired on her. Mm -hmm. Sort of like she met this guy and everything seemed fine. And they had a kid and everything seemed fine. And then he went to war and like then he came back and everything was supposed to be fine. Yes. And then then it it wasn't. wasn't. He couldn't get a job at first because he couldn't get work and then because he was drinking like other people were getting work and he was drinking all the time and she sort of learned that she doesn't it's sort of like she's learned that she doesn't deserve Mm. to be happy yeah so that when rose offers her this i mean it is basically charity and it is to teach noah a lesson but but it's charity it's rose cannot see how insulting this is and Caroline doesn't want to take it because it's insulting. And then she does take it because she has to. And then everything goes wrong. Goes and it, I think it's that thing she learns. It seems that every time she tries anything, mm-hmm. it blows up in her face. Yep. And she's a very interesting character in, yes. that, in that way. Um, and also she's in a basement yes. in Louisiana. Which Where like, there are no there basements. There are no basements. Yes. And I like that Noah asked that question. Yeah. Yes. Why oh, does I our house it. have a basement? <laughs> And some just do. I mean, it's that really funny thing that she technically works, as she says, underwater because Louisiana is below sea level. So she's 16 feet beneath You know the what's sea. funny? That reminds me of, if I can go to my personal life a little bit. My partner's sure. from Florida uh-huh. and they're always talking about how like basements don't make sense to them because like it, mm-hmm. it's just Florida is very like flat ground. There's yep. nothing underneath. So like you move up here and it's like, why do you, why do you, why are you underground? Like, yeah. why would you willingly like be like in like, you know, a space where there's there's no light or there's right. no, or there's a very minimal light well, if or, there's flooding, or if there's you flooding you're yeah, kind of you're like screwed yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know all that good stuff like mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense and so it it hearing them and like listening to this song is really funny to me because I've, I've always lived in places where there are basements and yes whatnot. it's not something As i even think about well i lived in california for a while and they don't mm-hmm. have they don't really have basements in california either. really um I don't know why that is. That might be a structural thing with earthquakes, uh, but they don't. Oh, well, yeah, I can they, imagine. Yeah, they don't have, but they don't really have uh, have basements there either. Yeah. Um, but it is that funny. But every now and again, like in, in L.A., you'll find a house that has a basement. Mm-hmm. And it's a sort of novelty factor. People right. Like, a basement? Oh, it's like, God. ooh, why? Let's go look. Let's go check it out. Yeah. What's in your basement? Yeah. And it is really, f- yes, in Louisiana, they do not have, they do not have basements. And it is, it's a point that keeps coming back and back exactly. and back and over that she is in 
a metaphorical and then literal mm-hmm. hell. Yes. Uh, underwater with the washing machine. And the um, dryer. And the dryer. Yeah, yes. that's another funny thing. I didn't realize until after listening to the album, I went the first time mm-hmm. in a long time, I went back and read up about it. I forgot that the washing machine and the radio and, and the, dryer, the dryer and the bus are personified and the moon. by yeah. actors. Yeah. Everybody. Is, I, yeah. And they I have the, Sorry. sorry. No, no, yes. Good. No, I think that's a really interesting and fun um piece of storytelling that they do with that because like at first it's confusing of course for everybody right. you know you look at the program you see washing machine played by it so da, 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 right. you're like what the what yeah. washing machine and the radio right it's like what yeah. do you what's that what but that? Yeah. but then you um but then you watch it and you realize that these are manifestations of Caroline's subconscious. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. She's all alone down there in that basement, like for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, except for like when, you know, Noah, you know, comes down, like hangs out with her. And but he even only then, really comes to the steps, right? He yeah. Just sort of, he doesn't come all the way down. He just he hangs just out a little bit, yeah. lights her cigarette, you right. know. And then that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Whatever. Boom. Um, but yeah, so, um, so on one hand, you know, just to have other people on stage, yes. you know, is a good way to do that by having people personify inanimate objects. But also, like I said, it's it's Caroline's subconscious and it's it's her um, inner thoughts and it's it's um, I don't know her life like reflected back at mm-hmm. her through these things. Um, one scene in particular I think is really interesting. And it's really used well is when um, Rose is like came to, comes down to the basement to um, tell her about I think. Stewart's shirt got yeah. like a, a you she know, ironed it with a quarter she ironed a quarter on it or whatever and blah 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 and then you know and she's like well maybe you know um you know Mr. Gelman has to you know learn the rules and he gets the quarter and then Caroline's like no I don't want your money I don't want anybody else's money like leave me alone like she like pops off on her and almost like you know you know like burns her with the iron almost right um and so then at that point um the air kind of gets sucked out of the room and then like you hear like the radio and like the washing machine and everybody else is talking to her yeah. talking to caroline like okay chill chill yeah, out slow down yeah. like which is true i think everybody's had that moment where they're about to like pop off on a boss or whatever right. they're about to like they want to say something but and then something in your head is like okay the show well and she almost i mean she really could have hurt her she it really could have hurt her she really like and it's been building for a long time because rose is aggravating she's yeah, annoying. She is. she's very annoying but i like the fact mm-hmm. that she is i understand at every point what she's trying to do yes yeah absolutely i get like she she's working on a series of assumptions that aren't true exactly and i think she kind of thought she'd move down to these people who know her and mm-hmm. it would just be fine she would just slide in mm-hmm. and everyone would be fine and that uh Stuart wouldn't ask her to marry him if he didn't mean it right and <laughs> noah would just accept her because they know each other kind of yeah and doesn't really have the emotional awareness to be like, no, this is going to be hard. Like, mm-hmm. this is super hard. And yeah. it's actually harder because you know them. Right. You really don't fit exactly. in this equation. Exactly. And it always feels like, I mean, I think Noah probably always feels like a guest is visiting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that kind of weird mm-hmm. weirdness. And she has no idea how to talk to Caroline. She, I she, she really no doesn't. No idea. She really doesn't. But you know what's interesting about both her and Caroline that they kind of share is that they both are lonely. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing about, um, very lonely. Yeah. yeah. So with Rose, like prior to doing the show, I would like listen to album and just be like, Oh God, Rose, I can't stand it. She's mm-hmm. awful. She's awful. Um, but when I did the show and we were like, you know, studying the characters a little bit more, like we were, you know, we all realized that like Rose, everything she does comes from places of extreme loneliness. Absolutely. Like she just doesn't feel like she belongs. Even She's, like when she talks to her father and she always talks oh like her God, father, like father. doesn't, doesn't, it <laughs> 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 was a trip. <laughs> He is um, Mr. Stopnick is hilarious. Yes, but she, yeah, she feels like he doesn't under he doesn't understand her, and she's he doesn't understand anything. He doesn't understand anything. Is the thing, <laughs> like your your dad don't understand nothing but himself. Like Rose, yeah, everything Rose, everything Rose does is in an effort it feels to me to reach out, yeah, to try to connect with yeah. Noah, to try to connect with Caroline. Those yeah. are the two big ones, and. She just but she fails so swings. It's a big swing, and she misses so hard, so hard. Yeah, and I, it's it's that funny thing of like she doesn't understand how what she's doing <coughs> is coming off. Mm-hmm. That like she says to Caroline all the time, "I can't give, we can't give her a raise." She says it to Caroline Which, and like, other people. Bullsh- 
Okay. But even if it's true, let's <laughs> yeah. even say that's true. Fine. The fact that she's so loose mm-hmm. with the change. Yes. And like, no, you take that. You yes. take that would probably make you realize. So you could give me a raise. Right. If like you just gave me an extra two dollars a week. Right. And I didn't keep the change. Yes. Like this would probably work out. Mm-hmm. And she cannot. But she can't see. Yep. That that's how that makes Carolyn feel. Is that I can't give you a raise. But Caroline. here, take Caroline. Pardon me. There you go. There I'll, you go. Don't make that mistake again. There you go. But you can't see how this makes caroline feel right and it's just well, it's awful part of that if we can get into race oh, for a bit oh Ken, Ooh. i don't think the show really deals with that, that i don't much, think so, so no <laughs> but that has i looked it up it's written by two white people Stop so it. it doesn't have anything to say about race right <laughs> i literally was just talking about the show last night with somebody and they were like who wrote it and i was like tony kushner and janine desori and they were like who i'm like two white people don't worry right. about it. like <laughs> directed by george wolf that's where they got george the, c yeah, wolf george we got it. Brought it in. my yeah, man yeah. george uh-huh. c wolf um but go. um yeah, with with so the thing about Rose, um, and really with all like the white characters when it, in regards to like the other black characters is that they don't really see Caroline or the other black characters as fully human, you know? Right. Um, which in very very in varying degrees. It's yes. Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the thing about Rose is, I mean, yes, she is in general just really like not the most self aware person, mm-hmm. um, and just doesn't really have a clue about a lot of things. But she really doesn't have a, lot, a clue about Caroline because she kind of sees Caroline in her head as like some you know this 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 poor you know you know woman. And this, you know, the Negro maid, you know, how, you know, she must just be so sad and so poor and so da 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 whatever. And I'm just, I'm just the great white savior coming through to, you know, help her out with this change, you know. But I can't, I, I can't deign to, you know, give her a raise or anything like that. Why would I do that? Like, right. psh, you know, like, you know, why would I even think to do that? It's like, you think like, a, you know, you see her as human enough to, to, to pity her and feel like sorry for her so you can feel above her. But then, you know, you're not going to see her eye to eye to like, you know, be like, oh, let me give you like money that's actually worth the work that you're doing yeah you know which that's just that's what well, that, that's to, racism for you it that's, is <laughs> but it's a very it's a very complicated well-drawn version of racism yes. it's that white privilege racism yes it's absolutely not like oh she doesn't hate caroline yeah no she doesn't hate black people no no she just views them as separate yes. as her dad does too as exactly. we find out later i mean her father has, oh, who God. is a huge communist and yes. waiting for the revolution yes. and wish Martin Luther King would just stop it with this nonviolent stuff oh, and goodness. get down to business so oh, we can have our goodness. revolution and, and kill all the capitalists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... Culminating in, in the the amazing song, yes. uh, $20 Bill and Why, yes. where he expl- gives... Gives. Oh, $20 for Hanukkah, but that explains like how evil money is in, in the same In this whole rep, like, that- thing. What means this money, Noah boy chick? in arithmetic money follows certain laws it's worth how much it's worth because somewhere something's valued less it's how our blessings come I guess golden shiny but Someone who is poor and no, you stole this gold from them, especially here in the devil's south. You ripped your gold from a starving man's mouth. Oh, for Pete's sake, Dad, give him the money. In one of Rose's great moments when she just shuts him down and mm-hmm. is just sort of like, just give him the money or right. don't. Like, just, just stop it. Like, what are you doing? It's so no the 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 grandfather is so great in that in the whole the whole Hanukkah oh, scene is really just it is really good a fun like part yeah. and he has a great bit with Emmy where she kind of berates him yes Caroline's let's talk daughter. about Emmy for a second because she's really one of my favorites Emmy's really great yeah. um so yeah so Emmy who was played by Anika Noni Rose yes. in the Broadway production won a Tony Award um she um yeah she's Caroline's daughter fresh off the major motion picture from Justin to Kelly. Are you serious? Was she in that? I'm dead serious. Oh yeah. I've actually you never seen that? it. Oh, Fun fact. Oh. I like remember okay, so I remember being like mad young and like the movie coming out and people being like, ah. she, oh yeah. But I didn't she's, actually she's, see the she's film. She's huge in that movie. She's one of the, one of the main women. Oh, okay. Had oh, yeah. no idea. I mean, she's 16 years old and she is 
she's so when we first see her um it's really funny because she we first see her i think she's coming home um and she was supposed to like watch her brothers and like she didn't and she's um you know her mom is you know like disciplining her about that and she keeps calling her shiftless and yes. whatnot <laughs> just a fun word great word um great word to sing yes it Mm. A lot of great consonant clusters. Okay. Yeah, just, just love it. Hard to say. Just got your mm-hmm. fricatives and, and <laughs> plosives right there. It's great. Um, but yeah, she she calls her shiftless. But she's a, she's a teenager. Like right. she's, she's just a typical teenager. But what's funny about her is that even though she's... Um, she, she, you know, she's a teenager and she's she's kind of like careless in certain regards. She also um, has like you know a big heart when it comes to you know what she cares about. And right, like I said, it's, it's 1963. Um, the, we're right in the in yeah, the midst of the civil we're rights rolling. movement. Yeah, we're here, yeah. like mm-hmm. the the march of Washington happened a few months ago. Like we're yep. we're where bills are being passed. People yeah. are getting are, are um, getting the right to vote. All that good stuff. It's schools are being desegregated. Like it's a whole it's a whole everything's thing. happening. It's popping. It's happening. So I like the fact the show makes a a distinction though between Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Yes, and talks about how like. Both you hear both the white and the black characters talk about how like well it's not it's not not the same, same. like we're yeah. there's issues yes but we all well according to the whites we mm-hmm. all get along better <laughs> than they do in the other two states no. which may be true maybe true it, it still doesn't mean everything's fine absolutely not but no. there is this act of of uh, protest. Mm-hmm. That occurs at the yes. I guess it's at the beginning. It's at the beginning. Yes. No. I, um, right. Confederate, which is yeah, hilariously tells, relevant to. Okay. Today. Okay. Hilariously relevant that a Confederate soldier statue was torn down, and yes. then later turns up decapitated. Exactly. And nobody can find the head. So I found a lot of. I had a lot of fun doing this part in the show because it was it's Dottie's character who like tells the audience basically yes. or tells the care tells Caroline and right and, and then in turn the tells the audience about this Confederate soldier and Dottie's just having like this just the time of her life telling them about the story because it's so funny. Um. So yeah. So the um Confederate soldier. Yes statue gets torn down and what that had been staying there for a hundred years and all that good stuff and then next you know like it turns up in like the i think the bayou um his head headless yeah headless and we find out the very 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 last piece of information yes that it was emmy yes and her friends and others yeah Yeah, right right (laughs) imagine just little 16 year old one emmy Emmy just pulling this whole thing down a badass but yeah emmy and her friends they were like we're gonna tear this statue down Mm -hmm. and um it's the 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 devil she's she says you know um devil on out and she you know it, it and they tear it down in the act of protest and it's dope and um it's i don't know it's interesting because we never see how that that ends you know in a way like we there's no like they don't get found out they don't um go to jail which is good right. you know we don't see what happens kind of after that um yeah because that's I, not what the show's about it's not, it's not the show is about but yeah. it's, it's a nice little interesting piece of like information that kind of adds to the the whole well is it Dottie who keeps is it Dottie or is it one of the radio who keeps saying the trouble's coming or trouble's gonna come or it's gonna cause trouble um it's 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 Caroline actually um yeah so when Dottie tells her um about well Dottie does say it Dottie does say it Mm -hmm. but like when Dottie initially tells Caroline about the statue Caroline's like okay well that's that's thing that doesn't do with me I'm not trying to get involved with that um and then like later on in act two when Dottie's telling Emmy about like you know the further developments about like you know the statue and the head and how mad everybody is she's like Dottie's like you know trouble is coming because they're these white people are are are, are mad because they're going on a serious search for this head they're dragging the swamp and dragging the river trying to find this head yeah which is stupid. I mean, it's so it's silly. It's hilarious. Never gonna find it. Like God, what did anyway. she say? Dolly says, "Um, oh, Dolly says, hey, Cracker Joe, Lee surrender." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh man. Oh, wow. and, but yeah, no. I mean, get it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am not really connected to like Southern like culture. Like I grew up very much 
like you know in the north and my family is um i grew up here okay and i was born in jersey city um okay. so i spent like a few of my years in jersey city and then grew up here in dc um and and dc's not quite the south so it's not it really, is not the it's, south, it's not the no. south okay thank you because people people like to say oh dc's the south well, like no technically no, 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 geographically but, but it no is not. it's not no. culturally is the not. south is very close right it's very close but right it's not but it's here no. and i don't really have a connection with it with my extended family because my extended family is from the islands so oh, okay so i say so i say all of that to say like the whole like confederacy and like the you know the southern pride and all that good stuff i have a i don't know very that. disconnected from it's that it's very yeah. disconnected for me and i just i i kind of really struggle to understand like the um just the insistence on like people like trying to um what's the word we're looking for venerate these 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 figures who were literally traitors you know yeah literally 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 traitors and you know racist and therefore ugly so you know <laughs> well, you get no argument from me yeah I yeah I, I'm I, not gonna... I, it's it, it's it's really it's yeah yeah i'm just i'm just kind of like stunned um and confused at, at that so well it's very american i guess um and it's very <laughs> the best i can understand it is it's very american to me because we don't lose mm. Mm. americans Ooh. don't lose so there's two, two which is also a big thing there's a big thing in the south that does not exist as this is also i am speaking i didn't grow up in the south either mm -hmm. i grew up in delaware come on delaware not in the south and <laughs> it's actually east of the mason dixon line it's the only state that's <laughs> neither north nor south um so I grew up nowhere, me. and uh, <laughs> I grew up in neither place. Um, though the southern two counties in Delaware are more southern than mm -hmm. the northern county. Mm -hmm. um, that's right; it has three counties. Mm -hmm. The uh, yeah, um, the, uh, the, the, the 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 there's this issue which I've read about and I've I've heard interviews about uh, of honor, mm -hmm. which is huge huh. in the South and is not big in the rest of the country. I see a very old, you know, European kind of honor yeah. is a thing and so if like the the, the people in the south who mm -hmm. fought for the civil war had to be honorable so if they were honorable mm -hmm. their cause was honorable mm -hmm. and if their cause was honorable then it must be celebrated right like, that's the chain of logical thought huh they are not traitors they were fighting for their beliefs and their beliefs were honorable so you know what i mean and then it all gets <laughs> but then it all gets messed up like it all gets like because i don't i don't have any problem with like they were traitors, yes. Objectively speaking, objectively. But I also believe I agree with what President Lincoln's theory was on recon on Reconstruction that like if we're gonna be one country, we gotta be one country. So let's like let's bring everybody back and not like try everybody as traitors and burn the whole thing to the ground. Imagine exactly. <laughs> but then he was killed and <laughs> it all went to hell. So killed just a few miles away. Just a, yes, not not far away at all. <laughs> so maybe we've all seen shows there. Yes, we and, have. Uh, which is hilarious. Uh, but. There's this terrible mess mm -hmm. that results out of this, like, because it is a different country, virtually, that, yeah. th this whole area of our country. Interesting. And it's, you know, I don't live there. I'm not mm -hmm. from there. Mm -hmm. I can't speak with too much knowledge. Nope. But all the stuff that goes on in this show is mm -hmm. so funny because no one is connected to it. Mm -hmm. Like, even our white people. Yeah are Jewish yeah. and therefore not fully integrated into whatever this Southern exactly. thing is. Yeah. The most integrated would probably be Stuart. Yes. And he's not, but like he's so, he's not even in the world. We, we, we've already, we've already established, yep, he's dead inside. So and like, you know, well Rose is from New York, Noah's a kid and, and all the, the African-Americans are African-Americans. Yes. So they're definitely not part <laughs> of it. And so what is any of it? You know, it, it, but that's the way what I say it. And the show's not about, like, that's why, why I say the show's not about that. Right. It doesn't ignore what's going on in the world. Absolutely not. But it takes place over this very short, like, two, three month period in I 1963. Think it's even two months. I it, think it's probably like well, it start, a month I mean, and a half. Have, we, we, we start in November. In, the, in late November, because Kennedy's assassination is yes. one of the first things that happens. Yes. And it goes up through Hanukkah. Yes. And then how long is Caroline after she, like, doesn't quit but leaves? I think it's is like it another, I think it's like a week or two. Like it's not, it's definitely it's not, not long. long. Yeah. Like when she, between like her, like, I guess, argument with Noah, if you call it argument. Um, in the, it, 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 with the, with the, with the $20. It is like, like which let's just sit on that for one second. Yes, it's please. Because like they say some the most horrible things to each other. <laughs> Gut wrenching earned. 
fully earned moment. Yes. Argument between a child. Yes. And a grown woman. Yes. Who for one second are in the exact same place. Yep. Like are emotionally yep. and everything in the exact same place. Noah has $20. Yep. And I mean, steeped in irony has yep. left. It. He goes also should say. He has been when the when Rose inputs the rule that any change that's left in his pockets, Caroline gets to keep. He starts intentionally leaving change in his yes, pockets. Yes, yes, that's so a very Caroline good point money. to make. And then also has this wonderful song at the end of Act One where he feels like the white benefactor. Yes, and like how all the families oh, talk God. about him and praise him because he's so nice to Thank them. Thank you for pointing that out because I like I don't want to call a child arrogance, but every time I hear that part, I'm like, no, well, he's a child. He's a child. But that like, attitude. It's very important that that attitude gets expressed because it's yes. basically Rose's attitude. Yes. It's just a ch when a child says it overtly, what yes. Rose has sort of been implying. Exactly. It, it You realize how absurd what Rose has been saying like, is. Thank like, God like, we can oh, eat now. Thanks to poor crazy right. Noah. And I imagine for several white people in the audience of this show, you know, <laughs> there was a moment of like, oh. Oh, that's me. That doesn't sound great. Yeah. Like that, you know, <laughs> sitting there at the Eugene O'Neill Theater being like, that's i mean that's 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 real that's very real that's what folks sound like it's very very real but then they have this scene where he realizes in school i mean it's a terrible feeling that he's lost his 20 dollars, which he's already spent in his mind yep. on so many different yep. things and he runs understanding the consequences runs down to the basement mm -hmm. and caroline his after school ends caroline has the money yep and tells him you know gonna keep it and you're I'm right you don't it. know whether she's kidding right or serious yep it could go uh, either way. But he's so emotionally heightened. He's and he's eight. He's I love that scene so much, especially for like for the music in the background oh of God. it. Like, let's get we'll get into music like really quick. I definitely yeah, want to yeah. get into music right sure, after sure. we talk about this. But like it's it's cause you hear like the theme of the washing machine in the background. So she's cause it's cause it's on. Yeah. It's 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 it, you know, and you have like um the you know just just this this heightened you keep hearing like all these like like if I, if that makes any sense it does i mean if you listen to it um, it makes perfect sense yeah 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 like while like noah's going 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 and it's just the stakes just keep getting higher and higher and higher and higher until he just like explodes with you know what well, i'm gonna play i'm gonna play it all here we'll talk yes. about it but i'm gonna play this long clip right now where Please. you hear the things they say to each other because it's important not to summarize there's a bomb president a bomb special made to kill all Negroes. I hate you. I hate you. Kill all Negroes. Really? For true? I hope he drops his bomb on you. Noah, hell is like this basement. Only hotter than this. Hotter than August with the washer and the dryer and the boiler full blast. Hell's hotter than goose fat. Much hotter than that. Hell so hot it makes flesh fry. And hell's where Jews go when they die. Here's your $20, baby. So long, Noah. Goodbye. What I love about it is you expect her, at least I did, mm -hmm. to be the adult. Yeah. And to say... I, I did also expect her to leave. Like, I was like, Noah has crossed the line, even yes. though he's a child. Yes. And I expected her to be the adult nope. and say, that was a terrible thing to say to yep. me. And you've really hurt me and I have to leave. But she doesn't. She doesn't. Instead. She, instead, she's, she, 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 she paints you a story and buries the lead, as it were. It does. Oh, um, it really does. Oh, my And it's God. like, <gasps> And it's Caroline. so, it is. <laughs> I think literally the worst thing she could say to it's him. The, it's so awful. Not only because that would fill an eight-year-old child with terror. Right. But because his mother is dead. Right. And you sort of in that moment, I think she doesn't really even understand. Oh, no. How it is sort of the, I mean, it is a, it, it is also a very wonderful moment of drama where mm -hmm. two people who have prejudices against each other yep. on varying levels mm -hmm. confront those prejudices openly. Yep. And how, as a Christian woman, she has certain opinions about the Jews. Yes. And as a white man, mm -hmm. white boy, white boy, let's be honest, yes. has certain opinions about African Americans. Yes. It's just, it's just the way they're both. That's they're the both life they're up. both living in in 1963 in Louisiana. And to pretend either of them was enlightened would be disingenuous. No, absolutely not. And she just—they both cross this terrible, terrible line. Mm -hmm. Now hers, in my opinion, is worse because she's the adult. Because she's the adult. <laughs> 
And also, that's such a horrifying thing to say to a child. Oh, yeah. I mean, a child who's... Forget the fact, even if he hadn't lost his mother recently, yeah. that's nightmare fuel. Yes. For ever. For, for anyone. Also, I mean, also, just for context, like the Holocaust just happened. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> like yeah. in the show, like less it happened like, like less than 20 years. I mean, not to say that like I I I would um caution against being like, oh, Caroline was worse. Because in a way, yes, because she's the adult, she should know better. Yeah, it, it's not, but yeah, I shouldn't it, say it that but way. Also, yeah. but, also, but, 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 but Noah did say something, you know, incredibly horrible to her. And, you know, I, oh, sure. we, we both, like, you know, um, not we both, they both are at, like, this, this, super it's like heightened emotion scene oh, right 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 she she like takes she's a breath before so she says it calm but she's so mad and terrifying mm -hmm. i mean that like i mean he's just screaming and ranting and mm -hmm. repeating something he heard yes. somebody else say yes and i'm not saying she should have to put up with it right but but and i think she knows it i mean i think one of the reasons she stays away is because and she sings about it in lots wife yes like, she has, she has horrible guilt about it after uh, that has come out and she she said i mean she says it to Dottie explicitly she's like i, I did some things this week i regret i regret and yep. i want to pray on them and she doesn't explicitly mention the fact that she terrified right, an eight-year-old boy right but i'd be at, at yeah. that point i think it's all I, I think at that point when she like says that to noah it's like all like the grief and all like the anguish it's all been building to that that's it's been built up been at you know yeah totally. at, you know direct the show and even before the show it, it comes out like a little bit with noah and then it, that, that kind of like that door opens up for everything else to pour out during lot's wife because yeah, yeah. it just it just she she can't hold on to it anymore oh my God. um it's so so quiet i mean it's just terrifying mm -hmm. that whole thing yes because you expect her, it's so great also expectation-wise, because like I said, first you expect her to be the adult. Right. And then when you clear she's not going to be, you expect her to say, and that's where you're going. Right. Like people who are mean or people who are saying, but, but wait, no, she's the, the Jewish broad people. brush she throws like you and your mom and your dad and yep. everybody you've ever known, Yep. that's where they're going. And yep. it's this like, oh. Fresh off of Hanukkah. Caroline. <laughs> it's, yeah. Change. Um. It's pretty rough. Yes. And it, it it very earned. I mean, the show really yes. earns that moment in yes. a really, really, really on genuine and honest way. I really love the scene work of this show and how they use the music to really just drive home. Like, yeah, let's talk about the music. Everything. I, yeah, oh yeah. God, I love the music in yeah. this show. I, Janine Tesori is, is an absolute genius. genius. <laughs> Absolutely a genius. And her career... What a resume. ...is so diverse. It's mm -hmm. insane. I mean, she wrote... Everyone here probably listening to the show probably knows that she wrote Thoroughly Modern Millie and Fun Home. Mm -hmm. um, Fun Home, I think, is is just an absolute masterpiece of a show. It's really lovely. Um, she worked as an arranger for a really long time uh -huh. and composed a lot of uh, music for Disney direct-to-video uh, sequels. I did not thing. know that. Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning. What? Uh, Shrek the Third, Mulan 2, Emperor's New Groove 2. Ooh. Um, so she's had an experience you know, writing... Uh, very specific kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. she was the artistic director for Encores okay. uh, for a while, mm -hmm. um, which is how she came in touch with uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who yes. he cites her as a huge influence. I can see it. She loves a cello. Okay. Loves a good cello. So do I. Story. So I do I. some strings. And strings this, are this great. score feels very, listening to it now, uh, the two shows that I kept thinking of listening to it uh, were Parade, Mm. Um, which mm. is probably more has to do with the setting than okay. the music. Yeah. Um, though Jason Robert Brown also loves a cello. Yes. And uh, the other one though was, and I don't know if you're familiar with the show, is Falsettos. I, I mean, yes, I've heard of it. I don't, I'm not as familiar with the music. I've heard like two songs. Falsettos has a lot, this show and Falsettos have a lot of sung, what feels like sung dialogue. Mm -hmm. It still rhymes. Yeah. But there's a lot of people like, making a point. I wish I had a specific example. I'll play one here. In 1963, our widowed son, a tragedy, tragedy, married a friend from New York City, a pity, a pity. Wonderful things come to an end, marry a friend, make a new start. Rose, stop, Nick, can clip. Rose, stop, Nick, is lovely. Stop Nick doesn't smoke. Or play the bassoon. Yes. Falsettos is full of that. And yes. it's, it's very unique to 
Jeannie Tesori for this show. Yes. And I think it has a lot to do with how Tony Kushner writes, is that there's it's very dialogue songs flow in and out and in and out. Very, yes. That's what I really fluidly. love about um this show in particular. It doesn't feel like a musical, you know, it feels um it's it's very like everything is fluid. There's not really a point where like the scene kind of stops and we're go to blackouts and then we mm -hmm. go to like the next one. You know, it's it it just keeps on going and going and going, which is kind of which is how life is. It's amazing. Life just no, keeps no, it's on great. going and going. Yeah. Um, um, when I did it at Creative Cauldron, um, Matt told us the very first day of rehearsal. He was like, you know what? I don't want you guys to think of this as like a musical and you guys as singers. Like this is a play. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, primarily, and you're not here singing. You're you you are, you know, your characters and you're rooted, you know, in this story. And this is what we're telling, which is really how you should approach any piece of theater. It is. Yeah. Musical or not. Like that's I it's it's the story first period. Right. <laughs> um, but I really appreciated um, Matt telling us that from jump with this particular show, because if you if you approach this show as like, a you know, as um song and dance you know and um you know here's my my park and bark moment and i'm just gonna you know belt this and da, 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 da. like if you don't do it rooted in the story it's gonna fall flat um which again it's true for any for any piece of theater but i think this show in particular you important. really you really really have to drive home like the story especially since it's so dense and so artistic and so like you know you have people playing wash machines and and the radio is this girl group, you know, like, you know, like the Supremes, the Supremes and whatnot. Yeah. And there are all these different characters that flow in and out. They don't really get an official um, introduction in the way of like, oh, this is this person. They right. do this, that, and the third. Like, no, um, you have to really just like just be rooted into in, these characters and the story and this time. Um, and I, it's really lovely. I think the way it's written is just really, really brilliant. I think it's one of the like most well written like musicals like of the, I guess two thousands. I suppose of, sure. this, of this of this of this few decades that we've yeah. been in. Last twenty years. Last twenty years. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's really, really done. Really underrated. Like it's just it. it you know, I think it is. It, it certainly. It is weird mm -hmm. that we've had like. A production and a revival of the Color Purple musical mm -hmm. in the last ten years. It yes, opened and then closed and then was revived and then and closed. then closed again and ran both times. Pretty, yes, pretty long. And this show has never it hasn't been revived. come back. And yes. that seems wrong to me. Yeah, um, I would love to see a color uh, feels, a Color Purple. Wow, I would yeah. love to see a Carolina Change revival. It feels it like I say. It feels like it was just too early. Mm -hmm. uh, That's fair. It, it really feels like. 2004 was not the year that we mm -hmm. were talking about this stuff. And yes. I mean, you can't decide that like when you write something, you're right, writing something when you're writing it. Mm -hmm. And you can only hope to get lucky and actually be right with the zeitgeist. But shows take so long to write. Yes. Like, there's no way to predict that. Yes. But now it feels like I think this show would be very relevant. I think uh, so too. I think so too. Um, one would, I would love to see a Carolina change revival. However, as um, some, as a, a black actor, I know like sometimes we can get like fatigued with seeing like you know another show about be you know with with people you know as maids or as right. slaves like you know um, like I said I did the show and I, I played Dottie who was also a maid um, mm. in in the show and but that's that's not my first time playing a maid it probably will certainly won't be my last actually no it wasn't my last i definitely i was in parade so no it wasn't my <laughs> i was in parade a year later so no it wasn't my last time being a maid um i played you know i've played an enslaved person before and so it, it can be it, it it can be fatiguing you know to yeah. to repeatedly you know play these characters where you're like you know under a white person's foot um it's 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 not the most fun thing in the world even even you know a piece like carolina change which is very you know these characters are very much in depth and they they're 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 they have such complexities to them and they're really fun to play mm -hmm. i had a lot of fun playing Dottie, but it's still like this thing about like you knowing that you're playing this character whose status is automatically at the you know at the very bottom yeah um and status matters in sure. theaters sure, in theater. sure. so it's it to consistently play that um and mind you my entire resume isn't maids and slaves but you know still it's your resume so oh you know, you've yeah, 
I know you're telling the truth. Thank, thank you. You're um, but 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 it's but it's there enough times for it to be like again. So yeah. it can be kind of. Um, so I can imagine that if if they were to announce like today that there's gonna be the revival, of, there's gonna be a revival of Carolina Change on Broadway. You know, on one hand, it's like yes, exciting. You know, black people, um, you know, on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, but. It, get it's Cynthia Revo in there and she's going to knock it out of the park. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. I think she might be a tad too young though for Caroline. I think maybe like in a few years she could do it. Okay. A few. I would, oh God. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Ashley comes 180 degrees. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Never mind everything I just said. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Like I would still be here for it. Trust right, me. Right. Cause again, I really love the show. I love, um, the possibilities with what you could do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it like at Roundhouse um, um, last year, yeah, and I wish it was seen it. Yeah. it was so good, yeah. and it was so different from what we had done at Creative Cauldron because you know just the space is different, sure. um, the the budget's different, yeah. <laughs> you know all that good stuff. But it was it was still just an, an incredible story, and like even though you tell it differently, mm-hmm. like um, the sets was this like this, this this the house itself. It was like this large house, and there was a turntable and whatnot. And we and they they used it so well. Um, so you, like I, I said to say, there's a lot of possibilities you can do with this show because um, it doesn't really say specifically that the set has to be this or right. that. You have to have the costumes look like this. Like it's very conceptual. Right. Um. So I would love to see what they would do on Broadway with it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in you know with um, all the money, especially with all the money. But I could I I can feel like the, just a little bit of my soul be like, oh God, ooh, uh, oh what? You want to talk about Lot's wife? Sure. Yes. Could do a whole podcast on Lot's wife. Yes. Yeah. It's a. Uh, <laughs> I just so feel like we'd be doing a service. If we it is the sort of mo- well, and it's the moment. Uh, another advantage they have mm-hmm. to not having park and barks and not having those sort of more typical musical moments mm-hmm. um, is that they when they when they do when they do it it's it's Rose's turn yep. basically like yep. it is it is this this character who we've been hearing from the whole time. Mm-hmm. But we really like. Let's let. What does she have to say? Like, really, Oof. what has she been experiencing? And she says, and a she lot. says it all. I, God, and man. also wisely. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the fight, mm-hmm. and then she's gone. Yeah, for the whole next like ten minutes. Yeah, she's not heard from. She's not seen. She yep. leaves the house. We're not sure. I mean, we kind of know where she is, right? And Rose goes on this investigation. <laughs> She or, calls Dottie. She calls Dottie. Well, which is the smartest thing she does, actually, in the whole right, show. Is right. call Dottie to find out where Caroline is. Right. And Dottie covers for Caroline. Mm-hmm. And Rose is really... I like Rose in this scene. Mm-hmm. Because I think Rose knows what happened. Yeah. Like, Rose, when they when she finds the $20 bill in the yeah. bleach cup... She's like, huh. I think Rose puts it together. And I also think that Rose sees that she is in the wrong. Mm-hmm. That she's... I don't think she understands everything she's done, but I think she gets that this policy she enacted caused a problem. Right. And when her dad covers for Noah, mm-hmm. it's a... Yeah. She knows he's not telling the truth. Yeah. And then he goes on that whole psycho- psychological rant at her, which he... Which, which I mean, he's kind of right a little bit. Like kind of right, but with... he, like everything else, he takes it too far. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like his flaw. Because like, like, so subconsciously, you were trying to get her fired. Yes. Like, Dude. It's like, no. No. But like, in idiot. a way, like he's trying, <laughs> but she is trying to like, you know, get in the good graces with oh, this, sure. with, with Noah, of course. Um, And she, I'm sure she does see, even though she doesn't really say out loud, but she does kind of see that Caroline and Noah have like some type of like connection. Um, um, and like any person, you know, who wants something that somebody else has, of course, you could get envious um, and you might act a little subconsciously. But I don't know to... how much how much of that does she know about? I don't think she knows any of it. She, she's but she, again, she's very not, but like, she's not she, self-aware. She doesn't know. But I mean, like actually know about it. Like she knows Noah likes Caroline, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know he lights the cigarette for her. No, 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 no. So no. like, I don't think she knows. I think the, the her father is assuming mm-hmm a certain level of knowledge about Noah and Caroline's relationship that I don't think Rose has ever even thought about. Like mm-hmm. She's like, oh, and Noah likes the maid. That's mm-hmm. that's sweet. Yeah. I think that Rose has actually made a lot of effort to connect with Caroline mm-hmm. on a one-to-one basis and mm. failed. Like, that's part oh, of yes, what the of change course. is about and yes. failed horribly. And she's tried to connect with Noah on a mother-son relationship, mm-hmm. which is where the, like, 
any change she finds she gets to keep mm -hmm. thing is like I'm enacting a parental rule. Yes. And this will make you respect me as a parent. Yes. And so that's where her dad is kind of way off the mark. He's correctly reading Noah's relationship with Caroline, but he then applies this knowledge right. to Rose right. in this sort of pseudo armchair psychology thing that pisses her off as it mm -hmm. should. Yes. Um, but she does get out of all of this an actual parental mm. moment with Noah. Yeah. Because it's in that. Is that a, that is in the scene? That's or is the it end. later. That's, okay, that's later. later. Okay. That's, yeah. So, so we're at Lot's wife. Let's get to Lot's wife. Let's get then. to Lot's wife. Yes. So then Caroline has been MIA for five days. Yep. Dottie assumes she quit. Well, yes. the other thing I want to say is Rose does not want to fire Caroline. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She really wants Caroline to come back and handles it partially, I think, out of fear mm -hmm. of like having to hire another maid. Yep. But she does. She's as gracious as you could imagine uh -huh. a white woman being to her black maid in 1963. Yes, sure. Because she never yes. feels like she actually cares. Uh -huh. But she's a human. Mm -hmm. She's just like, oh, well, if she's having family problems, then well, we can. Know, I wish. I just wish she would have told me. Right. She, she's going along with. She knows Dottie's lying, and she's going along with it. Like, right. okay, good. We found a social cover. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And then here comes Dottie to Caroline. Yes. I actually really like this scene a lot because Dottie like get, puts a, a good, like uh, has a word here, a nice little ser a mini sermon where yeah. she, um, she right before Lot's wife um, and she's asking Caroline about, you know, what's going on. And, you know, Caroline says, you know, I said some things I didn't like and whatnot. Um, and, Dottie like incorrectly believes that she's talking about Emmy because like the last right. time we saw Emmy, <laughs> it's been a grip. Emmy, Emmy got kind of got the, the shit. Well, so Emmy, well, Emmy and, and and wisely, I mean, correctly, because Emmy it, popped off in the mouth. Emmy popped off at Mr. Stopnik. Now, Mr. Stopnik loved it. Yes. But he could have just as easily not loved it. Right, exactly. Uh, but then but then furthermore, she she was disrespectful to her mother. Right. And then so then she's huge fight. Yeah, and, so then she slapped her. Yeah, we haven't heard from her. Well, we have, but not really. Not really. So Dottie thinks that that's what um Caroline's talking about, which then launches Dot Dottie into being like, Hey, you know, I I I've noticed you've been really unhappy. I've never seen you this sad. I've right. never seen you like we've known each other so long. I've I I've never seen you this down in the dumps. And I I encourage you to do something to change you know, some, do something to change your life. And I, she says, um, I, I like, I know it hurts to change. Like I know it physically hurts. Like it feels like you have to, um, God, I love these lyrics. It's like, it feels like you have to tear yourself apart. It feels like you have to break your own heart. But, 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 but folk do it, yeah. you know? Um, and Dottie's doing that. Dottie's going and, to night and, school. Yeah, Dottie's going yeah. to night school. She has a boyfriend. Right. She's changing up the way she, she dresses herself. You know, she changes her hair. She wears like, sh um, she wears, you know, her knees are right. showing yes, all that I know. good stuff. Scandalizes you know, Caroline. ooh. You know, she's, Dottie's trying to like get with the times because she knows that, you know, it's the 60s. Times are changing. Change Things yeah, are yeah, shifting. Totally. Um, change come fast mm -hmm. and change come slow as they say in this show i love mm -hmm. it favorite line um but yeah but dotty has like this whole sermon about changing and it's really deep and profound and caroline just cannot receive it she just and she shuts down and then sends dotty away and then well, we go and then on to severs ties with the last friend she has so at this point up. he is very messed up Ugh. um and I, I like the thing that they make up at the end of it, maybe, hopefully. Maybe. Afterwards, oh, hopefully. Possibly. Like. <laughs> uh, but it do, it's important that mm -hmm. she kicked Dottie out mm -hmm. of her life because it's it's the last straw yeah. that pushes her over the edge. And she now we get, like, we get Lot's wife. She's mm -hmm. lost her daughter. She's lost Noah. She's lost Dottie. And she is on the verge of losing her job, which is the only thing she... Like, she's been using her job as the justification for all of her yep. behavior all the way up to this point. And yep. now she's even... Mm -hmm. gonna lose that possibly and mm -hmm. she breaks and yes. it's so great when mm -hmm. a character who has been treated as she has and mm -hmm. responding finally gets to break and yes. we get to hear everything that she's thinking so great. and it's all it's <laughs> so well written because a lot like rose's turn it's incoherent mm -hmm. for a long stretch mm -hmm. she's talking about things you don't quite know yeah first she starts talking about um the, the the first she starts she starts talking about like you know just the, like the basement how she's 16 feet you know yeah. beneath the sea and then she then she starts talking about the money and she's like oh my god the money and i i i just the money drove me crazy and and i, I said all that to that i don't even know what i just said to that that little boy and um huh you know like and what she say spoke my hate to a child right. like you know these 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 pennies did that but not for me it's also true y'all can't do what i can do y'all strong but y'all not strong like me 
I love the fact that she she doesn't do it in the recording because that would be it would be uh, it would be hard to listen to over mm-hmm. and over again. But in the Tony performance, you can see her, her break and her voice. Tanya cracks. Pink is her. She is cracking up and down. Yeah, if you see, that Tony if you ever, performance. I mean, seeing somebody literally leave it all on the stage is just yeah, is remarkable. Yeah, the first yeah, watching that um, performance was the first time I ever heard that song. So like, I was yeah. like, whoa, because that is just that is some of the most like that performance right there is like some of the most raw like things I've ever seen like somebody like put on stage like Tanya Pink has put her foot in that and now some people are like oh god she sounded like x y and z whatever she couldn't say it or right. da, 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 da. Oh, she no, was no, cracking no. like she, no 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 no, 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 no y'all she's doing. She's that's what she's doing I'm sure if you were screaming up to the high heavens or whatever about your life and you feel like you're at your wits end you're not gonna sound pretty t- too pretty yourself so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay and she gets to just like in Rose's turn, where, where Rose reveals the truth about her, yeah. which is that. The, but in that show, everybody knows what the truth about Rose yes. is, except Rose. In this sense, Caroline does actually get to the genuine truth mm-hmm. that she, her depression mm-hmm. is turning into hate. Yes, her fear is turning into hate. Really, yes, and she doesn't. And that's the last thing she asks. Don't, she let, says, my Don't let my sorrow make evil of me. And it's Ugh. beautiful. It is a I beautiful release moment where she realizes. If she continues down this path, mm-hmm. there's nothing but darkness. Yep. And she realistically mm-hmm. resolves to go back to work and just to try again. And the thing she leaves Noah with in the next scene of that idea of like, we were not friends. Yep. But that's fine. Like, like we will still have some kind of relationship. Yes. Don't, it just takes time. Yes. We'll build it back to where it was and mm-hmm. we can go back to where we are. Yes. That was great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ashley. This Thank was you. so much fun. And you're in Tinkerbell right now. When yes, this comes I out. am in Tinkerbell written by. <laughs> written by me. And you. Uh, you are the Lost Boys at Al. There's a yes. lot of parts you're playing. Yes, in this I'm show. actually excited. I have no idea how this is going to go. Are you gonna it's going to be seven great. Lost Boys? Um, um, it, maybe. I don't know. Well, I you are. So. Oh, I am. Seven Lost Boys. Oh, 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 oh. You're all seven. So learn their names. Wait, I didn't know. You're all seven Lost Boys. Wait, no. You've read the script, right? It says I mean, the I, Lost I've Boys. I've read the it. script, but I also read where you said it could be like one person or it could be multiple like well, okay. people. So I wrote that. Please keep this in. because no, I will, totally. I wrote that because it's also going up after it goes. This is good self-promotion. Yes. It's, after it goes up um, here, mm-hmm. it's going up in uh, Milwaukee at first stage. Okay. And they do age-appropriate casting for everything. Ah, so, I see. Yay. Because Jeff Frank, the artistic director out there, uh, asked me if it would be okay to to use seven kids to play mm-hmm. the Lost Boys. And I said, that'd be fine. And so Michael suggested I just write in the script that right. however you want to do it, you can uh-huh. have one actor. My preference is one actor. Oh, and that, that actor is me. Playing all seven and that actor is you. Oh, goodness. Um, I had no idea. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Uh, well, that's, that's the, well, yes. I will, yeah. <laughs> yes, you, my next project. <laughs> I will be playing all seven <laughs> Lost Boys in Tinkerbell, written in by Tinkerbell, Patrick Flynn at me. Adventure Theater yeah, in TC. Absolutely. And it is, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a super, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be, Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be litty. The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Ashley K. Nicholas for coming down and talking to me Mm -hmm. today. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. (laughs) 